September 29, 2018 was supposed to be a good day. I remember waiting for hours online for the Global Citizens Festival that was happening in Central Park. I waited eight hours from dawn till noon on my feet, all for musicians and motivators who were going to blend their love of music with a message of hope for the future. I wanted to be there for them, and I was. I remember standing there on my tippy toes with my head held high above the clouds as I inhaled the music that flowed past the thousands of heads that were bobbling in sync. It was my first festival, first concert, first musical anything, and I was not worried when I should have been. I should have listened to my mom who told me that morning to be careful because the world is scary. I should have listened to the news channels and articles who time and time again proved to me that no place is safe anymore. But I didn't think anything would ever happen to me, until it did, until I had to jump over barricades with my hand molded in the sweat of my friends as we ran past bodies that were frozen in the face of fear, suffering bruises on our own hands and knees, and you know what the worst part of it all was? None of it was real. There was no one coming for us. There was no bad guy with a gun. It was just some random person who happened to step on a random boxed water bottle that was lying perfectly on the floor, waiting to release cries of hysteria. Yet, when I remember that day, all I can think about is how I could have been dead if it all were real. And... That's the reality of survivors of mass shootings who have to live every day with the pain of having witnessed the tragic deaths of their friends, their families, and themselves. Mass shootings in the U.S. have grown drastically in the past years that we have almost become numb to the pain and misery it brings along. Thirteen died in Columbine in 1999. 27 in Sandy Hook in 2012, 17 in Parkland in 2018. This year alone, there has been more than 300 mass shootings. That's a staggering number of mass shootings, considering we're only on the 280th day of this year. That equates to an average of at least one mass shooting per day that takes an innocent life and leaves behind countless ones to face the aftermath. These survivors, they're men, women, children from the big cities and the small towns who were physically and mentally injured by the terrible things they've had to face. Many are able to stand up and fight the enemy in the face of tragedy. Emma Gonzalez of Parkland, for one, became an activist for gun control. And she led the March for Our Lives demonstration that brought together so many of us who demanded a need for change. But there are those survivors who have to fight their inner struggles first. And they often find themselves in the hands of mental health problems like post-traumatic stress, depression, and anxiety that start to dictate their every movement. And while some are able to search for help amongst professionals and their communities, 
others are not so lucky. And as we sit here and argue about what to do, who to blame, we let each shooting become just another statistic that people can use for propaganda without serving any tangible justice. And each death becomes a reminder to the survivors that this will happen again. And even if they have yet to heal, another one will rise to carry the burden. I like to think that I got lucky. Sure, there was no real danger to me. I wasn't caught in any mass shooting. But the fear I felt that day, the fear that traveled down my bones and scared my mind, that fear was real. And that fear is still alive. And I might have gotten away with only a few scars on my hands. But what about those whose body and soul have already been bruised and will continue to do so by the reality of the world that we live in today?